Welcome to another episode of Talk Toby to Me. I'm Jess. And I'm Meg, and we're two sisters that love to talk all things business, mindset, self-development, and everything in between. This is normally part of our weekly phone catch-ups, but hot girls don't gatekeep, so we've decided to bring our combos to you. Hey, Sissy Bay. Hey, Boo. I'm G'day. You didn't go. I was just going to say, I'm surprised you didn't go, G'day. It's Meg's new thing, guys. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden, every time just calls, I've started saying g'day. And then it's if you know, you know. Girl. Yeah. And you start singing g'day, g'day, g'day. g'day. And how you going? What do you know? We'll strike a line. What even is that song? Where did it come from? It's so Where'd fucking you come from? Aussie. Where'd you go? <laughs> so this episode is about Aussie, a Aussie, mod, Aussie ma- what are those songs called? Aussie theme song. <laughs> We've actually changed it from a podcast to a singing, <laughs> singing talent show, Aussie edition. Okay, what the We've fuck got... are we talking about? Mate, can I just say this morning we've had a cracker of a morning. Had a bit on. I woke up at 1.30 this morning. What can we... Can you tell them what you did when you woke up? Like anyone in their right mind would just try and lay there and I did, I did get back to sleep. First. I did that first. And then the way you said it was like you fucking did a deep clean of your house. Oh, yeah, like I did a bit of a clean. Like I, because I knew that I'd get a bit more tired and go back to sleep. And then I fell back asleep like 20 minutes before my alarm went off at 5.30. And I was like this, I knew that would happen. And then I was meeting my friend for a coffee and actually it was so nice because it was a friend I haven't seen in literally months who actually was one of the people that worked on the salon and we became friends from that and I literally have not seen him in months. Um, With a love. Yeah, so it was super nice morning. But then, oh, I did my groceries. I've actually been like half productive, half a bit of a shit show this morning. Did my groceries. I made my brekkie. I made avo toast and I went to put the toast in the toaster and it wouldn't go down and I thought the toaster had blown and then I went to put the toast in the pan like I was just going to put it face down on the pan and the the thing wouldn't ignite and I was like you're fucking kidding I've blown something like a fuse has blown and for some reason I thought there was no fuse box in my apartment because I remember my neighbor saying something like to do with that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah you just turn it off and on. Yeah, but I thought I didn't have a fuse box in my apartment. So I'm thinking, fuck, I've got to call this manager of the thing and work out what's... Oh, so I unplugged the toaster and put it in my bathroom. So my toaster... Oh, actually, I've just put it back because I sorted the problem. But my toaster, I was just making toast in the bathroom. (laughs) And then (laughs) I went to get my coffee and I said, large almond cap, extra hot with a tiny bit of caramel. Because that's my current thing. Yeah, so off-brand for you, by the way. I know. That you've been sticking to that. Well, I don't get it every time. Like I had a decaf normal cap this morning, not almond. I mean, not caramel, not caffeinated. I don't know. Since the sweet cream cold brews, I... Yeah, I fucked your life up with that. Yeah, literally did. So I went to get my coffee and I'm at my normal local coffee shop getting my normal fucking coffee and I like it scorching hot, as we've discussed, as per the things I hate list. And... I get my coffee not hot, it's lukewarm, it's burnt, and then I spilt it twice in the car and I'm messaging Meg saying, like when I messaged you, I was like, I'm literally going to put it on the in the saucepan when I get home. 
And then I got home and I hadn't resolved the electricity. I didn't realize I could fix it. And I was like, you're kidding. I can't even turn the fucking stove on. You know what you could First do? First problems. What? I just had an epiphany. Just put ice in it and turn it into an ice latte. <laughs> I thought you were going to say start a fire. <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You, I was going to say you, but also I'd be equally as fucking useless on a show like Survivor where you have to start a fire. <laughs> We'd be fucked. I, uh, yeah. And then anyway, I called the building manager, sorted the problem, plugged the toaster back into the kitchen, did put my coffee in the saucepan. And here we are. That is so funny that you did. Like, I wouldn't even think to do that. But like I seized the day, saw my friend, did my groceries and then just had a bit of a, it's been a, like a bit of a schmozzle, but here we are. That is, that is like the burnt toast analogy. Have you yeah, heard that? Like, yeah. If you haven't, Google it. Yeah. And Meg's seize the fucking gonna, day. Meg's not going to give us a quote for one. Um, but can I just say on that note of getting up early and doing a lot of things since like it's gotten cold, I've been religiously back into my sunrise meditations and I feel like it's only an extra maybe hour and a half that I'm awake, but don't you feel like you just literally have get so much done? Yeah. But the problem with me is I then become Potato, potato at sooner. midday. Yeah, fully same. But I'd rather that. I'd rather yeah, get I'm up, definitely a morning pump person. it out. Yes. And then, yeah, fully. Yeah, so I would normally get up at 5.30, be at the sunrise at 6, chill there for an hour. If I'm going with a friend, I'll sometimes go for a walk, but otherwise I'll just sit there and chill and then come home, get ready for work, go into the salon and do like admin before we start for the day. But today it was just a bit all over the shop and I'm not working today anyway, so... But yeah, no, I do. I definitely love a morning. Mm. Also, can I just say the last app that just went live yesterday has been really well received. Yeah, fully. And I wasn't sure how that would go. I think people are just nosy. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. in a good way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's like stuff that you can't find on other people's podcasts or stuff that's directly about our lives type thing. Yeah, for sure. Same with when I look for podcasts. I love that kind of thing or YouTubes or whatever. Yeah. How's your week? My week's been so good. I just feel like, yeah, just getting shit done and just like things are just happening consistently. And I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it, but yeah, I had a really good week. Um, Oh my God. So after the last episode, Nick and I went that night to watch Little Mermaid. And I like my, I have a few gratitudes actually this week, but one of the big ones is that I have a partner that will willingly come to gold class to watch Little Mermaid with me. Like, can't relate. And he literally was crying at the end of it. There was a a genuine tear running down his face. Oh my God. I love that. I want to go see it. Maybe I'll see it with my girlfriend this weekend. Oh my God. It's so good. And it just like is so nostalgic for me because like all the musicals and stuff of my jam. Oh, yeah, true. Although I was a little bit thrown when you said it was your favourite kids movie because I thought that... One of. um, Annie. Lion King. I thought the Lion... Oh. Oh. What? (laughs) The Lion King. It's the classic. Do you know what? I actually can't watch that now because I get too emotional. Like it makes me too sad. I cry every time. No, but I say when I, actually Nick always says when I say like, oh, my favorite food, I have like 47 favorites of everything. So 
Yeah. Take it. Take it with a grain of salt. I launched my masterclasses over the weekend, which I mentioned in the last app. So it's for new personal trainers or online coaches or personal trainers who wanted to transition into online coaching or just any trainer or online coach really that is just struggling to scale. Mm. Um, so that's exciting. That's going to be running at the end of next month. We also have our big group photo shoot next weekend. So it'll be the day after this podcast goes live, which is super exciting. It's just like a really good wholesome community day. We've got about 20 girls in this round and we've hired a photo shoot house slash Airbnb at Malulabar, which is stunning. I've wanted to go like I've wanted to hire this one particular shoot location for so long, but it's got like a year wait list. Oh wow. Um so we're staying down the weekend for that. So just finalizing outfits and just getting all the girls ready for that, which is really exciting. And also like talking with uh, my marketing gal for like, like you know, trending TikToks and reels and stuff that we can do. So we've got a good plan for the actual day. Yeah. Because obviously it's a really good day to get a lot of content. Definitely want to maximize that. Yeah, for sure. Then I actually had on Monday, I had Shioni and Lauren on a call like just those two and Lauren was shadowing. Wait, have we oh, yet? No. Girl. Oh, you're right. No, but we can today. Oh yeah. my God. We actually went for a walk on Wednesday and she's so keen and I'm so keen for you guys. Oh my God. I need to like announce <laughs> it. Rewind. Yeah. So, so tell actually, us the news. So if you're listening the day that this episode goes live, we will be announcing our new coach. Her name's Lauren. She actually has been a client of mine for a year and a few months, and she recently competed in the WBFF. So if you follow me on Instagram, you would probably know who she is. She's from your neck of the woods. So she lives in Wollongong. Yeah, she's my friend. Yeah. My friend. Um, and like, I can absolutely attest to the fact that, and I said this to her last time I saw her that, cause you were saying how she's just so like, even when she's replying to emails, she's like so quick to reply. Like she's keen, she's eager. I, and I was saying to you, and then I relayed this to her, how I was like, this isn't just her in the honeymoon period. Like that's just who she is as an employee. And mm-hmm. I've obviously seen her in like a work environment in the past, obviously as her friend. and. I just know even with her work at the cafe, like she's just passionate about growth for other people's businesses too, which is like what you want in a great start. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. So, so excited. She's brand new into the industry as far as like working in the industry goes. So it's a very different process to when she only started with me, but I'm so fucking excited because she's just so passionate. She's such a genuine down to earth gal and it was really funny because so I got them, I got her to do like a shadow session with Shioni like she did with me last week, um, just going through a few check-ins and I didn't, I wasn't on the call. I was like, I'm just going to get them to record it and then I'll review it after because I don't want to like micromanage Shioni. And it was so funny because Shioni had like messaged me just before the call to do with something about, cause we're using, we use my zoom account and something happened and I didn't know if it was like going to work. So I tried to call her back, but they were already on the call by this stage. And she literally messaged me. and was like, 
What did she say? I sent you a she screenshot. Said, yeah, because I showed Lauren when I was walking with her. She, um, <laughs> I think she said, we're fine, leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just laughing so hard. So cute. She's obviously like playing. And then it was so fucking cute. And I was just overflowing with gratitude at the end of it because they both messaged me afterwards saying how much of a vibe, vibe the other one is and oh, just like, I uh, yeah. And she only even said like your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm. And then, and she was saying as if like, she said like you're the vibe or something. And it's just so fucking true. Like I'm so, For sure. so grateful to have such fucking good people in my life. I love um, that so much. Yeah. So just, yeah, reviewing um, that, which like I really don't need to give feedback on because Sharon is amazing and I know Lauren's going to be amazing. We also have been finalising like her intro offer, like intro, like introducing her. Um, so we've, we've decided on a special offer that we're going to be running. So stay tuned on the socials if you're if you've been thinking about coaching with us. I love that. What a wholesome but, um, but also productive week. And then this is a randomest thing, but I just had to bring it up because I was listening to this podcast yesterday with, I can't even remember the name of the guy, but he's a consciousness coach. And he was saying, it was like a really long episode, but this one gold nugget that I got from it was he was talking about taking everyone's criticism or feedback or everything that people say to you as it just being an interesting point of view. Mm, and Wow, I love that. Yeah, because the thing that was like fucking, I was like mind blown was he said you can't punch a marshmallow. So <laughs> what he... <laughs> Meg with the quotes. You're ruining the vibe. Sorry, sorry. No, it sounds fucked, but wait till I'll explain it. So he was saying like if someone comes up you saying like, you know, criticism about you or or just their perception of things that doesn't align with yours, you can go, no, you're wrong or that's wrong, I'm right. But if you can look at everything as just being an interesting point of view, it's I like. I love that sick. I feel like it just brings you so much fucking peace. And, li- and that the- sounds very liberating. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Literally that I'm pretty sure that was a word he used. And yeah, the whole yeah. punch to the marshmallow thing is because, you know, if you are like fighting back or whatever, it's like, say, punching a brick wall. Like it's whereas a marshmallow is just like you're not you're Pointless. not taking anything in and you're not like throwing throwing anything back, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, they're not gonna like there's no way for them to retaliate if you're just like, oh wow, that's actually a really interesting perspective. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm what he was try- saying. I'm gonna- implement that more they can't say anything back so yeah, if you know who that that reminds me of that jefferson guy that we love on instagram that gives the tips on like communication and he's the lawyer i think oh my god i love him we should put he's him from in the Texas show notes or whatever yeah we'll tag him you know he is if literally if i ever need like advice communication advice literally like, when you were what going would jefferson to, do yeah when you were going to audi and you messaged me and you're like I think you sent me one of his reels and you're like, yeah. not, not me doing prior research to strengthen my case before I walk into Audi. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm going to walk around trying to envision myself as a marshmallow. Literally. But mm. it, I feel like, you know how you said like that I'm very, um. do, do you use the word empathetic? Yeah. Understanding slash patient type thing? Yes. I yeah. F- 
I feel like that is such a perfect analogy for Mm. how I feel about life now. And I feel like a lot of people that go through a lot of stuff, it can either like make them shut down and become, you know, and, and hate the world, or it can make you turn into a marshmallow. Yeah, I feel like you can absolutely choose whether like whether you use it to fuel your fear or your growth. Or broaden your perception of life yeah, and the world. Yeah. And I feel like actually that's how I've come I've come from the brick wall to the marshmallow in the last nine months, I reckon. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just laughing that we have the rock and tree analogy. Don't be a rock and now we're going to get shirts that say don't be a rock and some that say be a marshmallow <laughs> or you, you can't punch a marshmallow. No. <laughs> I was being really serious too. I love that. Yeah. And just the last thing is in my meeting with Amber this week, I, we went back over our like business page feed because I'm just, <laughs> I'm just still not vibing the aesthetic of it and so she like did up a kind of draft grid and yep. it's just so much better and I'm so excited because I oh, feel like I see I want to see yeah it's true I feel like we're putting out this fucking great content and it's getting really good engagement as far as views and saves but the following isn't growing because I feel like a big part of growing your following is people need to know when they go onto your page exactly what they're going to get and mm. ours is so all over the fucking place that unless like you're ours is good like that. Yeah, okay? for sure. I mean, all the... by the way, not the pod, if anyone's thinking yeah, no, I know. the pod because that's fucking rubbish. Sorry. Oh. <clears throat> all the content is still very like aligned with the brand values and everything, but the actual, just the purely the aesthetic of it is looks like shit. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. very productive week, did lots of content, all that type of thing. And yeah, loving life as per usual. I love How that. was your week? My week was all training. So Monday afternoon, I did more training with Emily in ombre brows. She did really well again. And then it's just nice to see her like progress a little bit more each time. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had two students for the private intensive microblading training. Um, and so they were both absolute beginners and just super super keen and I just fucking love teaching mm-hmm. and it was just like one of the students models was her auntie and we were doing the treatment and like she was doing the treatment and I was guiding her and her auntie I went over to the other student because I kind of pop in between and like they're right next to each other and I'm just kind of going between each student and I heard her auntie say something along the lines of like I heard, I heard she was talking about me and I was like piped in to kind of join the conversation. And she was saying like, you can tell I'm really passionate and I'm such a great trainer. And it was just like, so nice to hear from like someone who's not even there for the training. Yeah. Like I'm doing the right thing by my students. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining that right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's like from a total outsider's perspective, that's not in the industry, not even there to learn. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. Mm. Um, So that was really, really nice. And in that particular training on the second day, um, Emily actually had a little debut assistant training moment. So Emily, because both these students were brand new and Emily's really good at microblading now, 
I was like, do you want to um, give me a hand, like supporting the two students at the same time? And so Emily was just absolutely in her element at the end of the day. I was like, wow, you really enjoyed that. And she was like, yeah, it was really good. Like Emily loves to do lots of different things too. So there's never a dull moment anyway with what she does for me in the business, but this was something new for her and she just crushed it. And it was just funny because it was super random. I didn't give her any notice either because she is someone that would probably start to like panic about the thought of having to do it. But because I was like in the morning, I was like, hey, can you give me a hand? She just dove straight into it and like had a ball. And I could hear her saying like what I say to students and what I've said to her and what I've like what she's heard me say to students like time and time again. And it was just fucking cute. Oh my God, I um, love So that. she was like a natural at teaching as well. And then we were having a joke. She's like, I'm like, she goes, I'm going to start tra- training students out of here. And I said, yeah, you can start <laughs> ES Academy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, can I do it out of Casa Browse? Is that fine? Um, so I feel like if she wasn't having a baby, like that would definitely be on the cards for her to kind of as like an opportunity for growth. But yeah. I don't think like she'll necessarily want to do that after she has her baby um so that was amazing and then the day after I had just a one-on-one masterclass, and this girl woman I should say she's driven five and a half hours the night before to do like to come see me she lives rurally and she drove the night before to Wollongong stayed the night did the masterclass with me and then was driving home like the five and a half hours that night and then working the following day and she's pregnant. And I was like, you are amazing. Like these are the people that succeed. They do, Mm. they defy the odds. They do what they've got to do to get where they want to be. And obviously we're not saying like, I'm not saying that you should be that kind of hustler all the time, but I just, she was just a darling. She was so, what's that? I was going to say, but if you're in your infancy, you fucking should. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, and that's it. She's like, she's only been in business two years. She doesn't do tattooing yet. So all week was absolute beginners. She does like brow. She's just started a beauty business doing like brow, waxing, tinting, things like that. There's apparently there's like a lot of beauty businesses in her town that she lives in. Um, and I think the population she said was 11,000 people. So it's like a small town lots of beauty businesses and she wants to stand out and offer something that not all of them offer and I was immediately I was like I love that to start with yeah so yeah she just she got a lot out of it because she's done my online ombre training and so she already like understood the concept and had done like a lot of online but there's like then the opportunity to come and do a face-to-face masterclass with me afterwards for me to really refine their technique and she just like a lot of things just clicked So that was really cool. And yeah, I just loved that all students that I had this past week were just so, I just got a lot of great feedback too. They benefited so much from the training. And that's Mm. what I'm wanting to make sure of in my, when I'm offering training. Yeah. Um, So I just felt like completely exhausted because obviously I'm talking all day for four days or three and a half days talking and teaching and I'm hyper focused for that whole period of time plus we do all our computer stuff in the morning and then at night and whatever um so today I'm glad I'm not treating clients but I do have a lot of work to catch up on like you said earlier 
just a lot of things that, like a lot of not little things but a lot of things that are just like on the list that we're yeah. Emily and I've been working through um we've got a lot of content to make so we're going to also kind of... just so fucking proud of us for our commitment to the content I know like for From two fact, gals that hate doing content we are progressing yeah I feel like mine's like a work in progress in terms of like Oh, absolutely. <laughs> getting it, like getting to the end point. Yeah. I mean, everything's always a work in progress, right? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But so tomorrow she's in, uh, like she does every second Saturday for me. So she's going to be in anyway. So we're going to do that, which probably works out better because I'm feeling rubbish after my fucking early morning wake up. Um, Love. That leads into my gratitude. Like I was literally just going to say, I'm so grateful for the, students that I had this week and the week I've had love that so much Mm. I just fully yeah I feel it so hard because I'm like we have the same love language and goal in life kind of dickhead just chuffed yeah (laughs) should we kick into the topic for today I wish this I wish I had this podcast a few years ago oh you're saying so today we're going to be talking about the tools that we use in our businesses to systemize and automate and just make life easier Mm, and make the client or customer experience better yeah my absolute favorite and I feel like it's going to be the same for both of us that I now now cannot live without and I don't know what the fuck I did before I used Asana Okay, I was like, is she going to say Google Calendar or Asana? No, because we've already talked about Google Calendar. Yeah. Like, I, I think we just... t- harp on about it a bit too much. Yeah, fully. Do you know what's so funny? I've got friends now that I know have been listening to the pod because they'll, they've will they never done it before. And now when we make plans, they go, what's your email? So I can send you a Google Calendar. Oh, my God, but... I love that. I know. Like, like if I get into it multiple like, times. Yeah, I love that. If I get into a new relationship, like if this person's not willing to coordinate their schedules in a Google calendar with me, I'm I'm gonna ask like the next person I meet that's a potential. Excuse me. It's like you, if we pursue a relationship, would you be willing to coordinate your life through Google Calendar with me? Because if it's a no, that's a no from me. It's like what's that movie where she goes up to they go, Oh, how to lose a guy in 10 days, and she goes single. Classic, by the way. And he's like, Yes um career or something and like list all the things you'll be yeah. like google calendar <laughs> yeah like age sex location google calendar question mark <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, okay so we won't half on about that but um yeah so asana is a project management system that is the a game gold, changer. yeah i reckon it's the gold standard i mean there's more than there's more versions than just asana there's multiple like yeah. options you can use, like Trello, ClickUp, Mondays. Yeah, there's, there's heaps, heaps of others. You've probably heard of them on like ads and stuff. Asana is a project management system that allows you to kind of have all your tasks and things you're working towards in one place and it can be shared across your whole team. Um, you can allocate tasks to different staff members. You can have different projects um, as separate kind of sections inside Asana with different things allocated to different staff members. You can have different strategies as different sections and then how you're going to implement those strategies with, and break it down into tasks. And there's really literally the sky's the limit with Asana. And the way I probably use it is probably considered quite basic. 
yeah, and the way you same. use it again is probably different to how I use it. Yeah. Um, and you can even communicate fully in Asana. So for example, if I had a board, like we've got a board in Asana that's like the salon tasks and they're all allocated to Emily. And if I want to ask her a question, obviously I see her every day, so I could ask her face to face. But if you had someone working remotely or like a VA, or if I was allocating a random task to you to help me with something, I can communicate with you through Asana. You can attach documents, you can tag people, you can have full on conversations, you can link attachment. Like it's a very dynamic, versatile tool to manage either the well all of the above the day-to-day runnings of your business um, what each staff member needs to be doing each day or week or what they're working towards and you can break it up into different projects and like I've got my and have over- deadlines and stuff yeah like that. yeah yeah absolutely so like um, I've got my overarching business plan in there and then that's broken down into like when I want things done by like whether it's this year, next year, and then broken down into the months. And then that's broken down into like the steps of how I'm going to get to those goals that are in my business plan. So yeah. I'll have like a marketing section, a um a staff section, uh like financial section, like and it's allowing you to kind of manage it all in one place. Yeah. And it's interesting because mine, I use it so differently. But again, like there's probably so much more I could be doing on it I use it for a few different things but one of the things is like a sales management tool as well as far as like when a lead comes in I've got another tool that like automates so that it pops up with their name which I'll talk about next so one of the boards is like you know new leads and then I know I go in there every morning and check that then I've got to contact them and then I can they move along a journey of the sale if that makes sense so like It'll go into different columns, whether it's a conversion for VIP coaching for me or for Shioni or now Lauren, um, or if they purchase a program, it pops up in a different section. And then, for example, let's say it goes into converted to Shioni, then it will pop up and I've got different boards within that one project. And this has been really helpful for having, you know, employees. It'll pop up and I've shared the board with her where, it has like an onboarding section and then it's got like rules that then she can check off for the onboarding process for all the clients. And then they go into, you know, like active client when they're like ongoing and then there's different things automated to pop up. So like, you know, getting a Google review at four weeks, getting a testimonial at eight weeks. And then like, if they're suspended or downgraded or upgraded or whatever it is like two things I mainly use it for is tracking the client journey from this the moment they come into the business or like as a lead and the other thing is like what you said more of like a to-do list so Amber and I share projects where she can set tasks for me and I've got tasks set for her that she has to do by certain dates and we check them off and we can like you said communicate through there So like nothing gets missed. Mm, Yeah, for sure. And I think that it's really important to use a tool like this. One, when you're trying to scale your business and Mm. B, when you have staff, because I mean, I use it, even if I didn't have staff, I would absolutely have it. So I have all my overall business goals like in one place and then trickling down from that is the strategy broken down at how I'm going to get there. And then you can then coordinate with your staff to make sure nothing gets missed. Things get done by their due dates. 
we probably actually don't use due dates as much as we should. And I really think we'd both benefit from sharing with each other how we both use it. Because even I'm thinking how we both use it so differently. Yeah. And then then like my old VA Lou, she uses it totally differently again. So like to give people a visual, like one view of Asana, you can have like columns and they're like, for example, we have one board that's like, salon tasks so it's like one column is monday then the next column is tuesday wednesday blah 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 and then there'll be monthly and it's like things that need to be done each day so on a monday or sorry on a tuesday emily will just go through and do what she's got to do on a tuesday but then you could also like the way you're saying it and what we have looked at doing for student uh the student journey um is have the columns as like inquiry come in and then the next column as have they been contacted? And then the next yeah. column as did they purchase or did they not purchase? And then or enroll yeah. or did they not enroll? And then like they you can drag them across the columns or like set up automation. So it's like so there's so many ways you can use Asana. Mm. And a lot of these systems like softwares are very similar. Um, I just think that Asana is quite widely used and user-friendly. And I think Lou, my old VA got me onto Asana and I just stuck with it because I found it quite user-friendly and you can have it, you can have it instead of the columns that we're talking about, you can have it as a calendar. So say you wanted one project as a marketing calendar, you could view it as a calendar and you can see what like cultural or marketing of calendar events are coming up and like you can plan your marketing around it and things like that. So I think it's just such a great tool. Yeah. I, and I actually used, I played around with a lot of different ones before using Asana and just a pro tip, if you're ever unsure how to do anything in business, just YouTube it. Literally. <laughs> YouTube and the, tutorial it. And Asana <laughs> actually has a lot of its own tutorials and I hate watching videos. I like to read instead. Oh, see, I'm uh, the opposite. I, I much prefer videos. Interesting. Which is um, why I automated my whole onboarding process for clients into videos instead of an ebook. Wow. Because I'm like, I prefer, there's both. So they've, if, you know, people who are visual versus people who are, you know, auditory or whatever. Um, but yeah, because I preferred watching videos to learn, whereas uh, instead of, say, reading like 10 pages of text. See, I think two things. One is I'm a really fast reader. So I'd rather, like, when I'm watching a video, I'm like, cut to the chase. But But you can 2x speed it. Yeah, true. (laughs) The other thing I was just going to say is I feel like the more podcasts we record, the more things we find out that we are different in. Yeah. Random little things that. Yeah. How how random. But yeah, I looked into a few different ones before and I just found Asana was the most user-friendly for like someone who's a tech retard like myself. I'm actually really intrigued to see tech tard. Sure that's a goodie. I'm actually really excited to see <gasps> how you use yours. So yeah, same. Let's do it after this podcast. Yeah. Let's have a meeting. We've been we've doing got, regular. We've already, we've already got regular a meeting. Me- we've got regular meetings now. <laughs> it's funny because Meg and fun. I are currently with a business coach. So we've been like randomly business kind of coaching, coaching each, each other. other, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, like, I love kind it. I've done that for the past few years anyway. Yeah, but now it's way more regular. Like we set yeah, up meetings. We literally have um, them in our Google Calendar. But it's so good because we both have different strengths. So we're just like learning off each other. Do you want to share your tool that you use that's in conjunction with Asana? 
that you love? Yeah. So this, I'm not going to go into heaps of detail about it. Pretty straightforward, but it's called Zapier or Zapier. It is an integration tool that helps you connect lots of different apps. So I don't use it really anymore, but I used it a lot when I was doing a lot more of my own. Like I wasn't like I didn't have anyone to do my marketing and stuff. A few ways I use it is like if I get a lead that comes through my website, it'll automatically zap to a spreadsheet to enter all the leads in. And then that automatically zaps to my mailing list to upload that contact into my mailing platform. And then it also automatically zaps to my Asana to pop up so that I know that day a new leads come in, I have to contact that lead. That's like one way, but there's heaps of other ways you can use it. I used to use it when I was doing email marketing with the programs on my website. So if someone was to purchase a program through my website, which is linked to my the app that I use for coaching, there'd be a zap that would then send them an email, you know, 24 hours later. And then you can set it for like, say seven days, a different email and then 14 days or whatever it is. Like you can say you use, you know, type form and then you use Google sheets and then you use a website or Asana or all the different platforms. You can like use it to connect them all so that it automates things. So like if someone's coming through all the other tools speak to each other. Yeah. So you don't have to spend your time doing those little $5 admin jobs. Like you don't have to manually enter things. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been like, I abuse this tool. When people (laughs) tell me they're like write databases, like write, like do things like that. I'm like, what? Yeah. In saying that, I don't think I'm using Zapier to its full potential. You know, it's so funny. I had a VA do, who's also like a girlfriend, do some work for me a few months ago just to set them some automations up. And it was so funny because she she actually came to my place to, to do it. And she got to the point where she was like, you're actually like wanting to automate too much. But she was also like equally excited about it. Like she, there were things May that I was well. like, we can definitely automate that. Like everything, I was like, thinking there's an easier way to do this we can automate this and she was like fuck you literally can automate everything and I'm like fucking knows." well that's exactly what we talk about when we're talking about thinking of your business as a big business like while you're building it because even like there was this small thing that I've been meaning to do myself for my business and it's really small but it's just a daily time consuming task and then and the reason why I wanted to do it was for like a personal to give have like a personal touch And then I thought, no, because big business would have someone else doing this task for them on their behalf. And it doesn't need to not, it doesn't need to look like it's not me. Yeah. And I was like, why have I not delegated this task? So I have like this rule that I, whenever there's something that I want to do, I go, is there someone else that could do this task for me? And I'm not saying, I'm not doing that to be lazy or to be like selfish or whatever limiting beliefs a lot of people would have around delegating. I am doing it purely to think big picture. Like if I stepped away from my business, which right now I currently couldn't step away from my business and it still run because I am on the tools, but for long-term strategy, I'm always asking myself with no matter how big or small the task is, is there somebody else that can do this or is there a tool or a system that I can utilize to automate this task? So that's yeah. like ties in so well to this app. Yeah. 
and it's like you said about all the beliefs around delegating it's like so that you can help more people because you can't if you're stuck doing that fucking day-to-day shit yeah and free up time to work on your business yeah and also that's why it's so important um which is going to tie into next week's episode to find the right people for the job because Mm. I had so many of those limiting beliefs like a few years ago and now I'm like there's certain things that my employees do for me that I'm like if someone asked me to do it I'd be like no they're gonna do and actually they're actually gonna do a better job than I will yeah like I wouldn't even know how to do half the things that we do in the business now because I've delegated them and we've optimized them that many times I wouldn't even know how they're being done now yeah, but um, that's why but it's so important to like it's in Asana or it's in the Google Drive of like a template of an email response or whatever. Like it's there. Yeah. Yeah. So if I need to find it, but also on that note, with Emily going on maternity leave in the next couple of months, I'm like looking at well, I am going to hire another VA. And I think I'm like pretty confident that Emily's not going to come back in the capacity that she works for me now, because obviously that would be very hard for her as a new mum and so I think I'm going to just keep a VA instead of having an in-person staff member because I think it's going to allow me to scale long term having someone that is fully online with the way I want to go with my business too yeah what's your next tool um these are in no particular order by the way but prevalent to my industry this tool but also there would be plenty of versions and it would relate to all industries, an online booking system. So Mm. we use Timely. So the reason why I bring up this tool, because for me, it's a no-brainer. Like I would not run a beauty business without an online booking system. But the thing that absolutely blew my mind recently is I spoke with more than one person who has a beauty business and they're not brand new businesses, by the way. And these people did not have an online booking system. Like they were still managing their bookings through DMs. Yeah. And to me, that absolutely blows my mind from a, from, for so many reasons. One being like the amount of time that that would take to manage the way that that is going to be so inconsistent with the way your client comes through your business it's going to be so inconsistent with the way they communicate with their clients. Like It's just inefficient. It's so inefficient and it's also like not professional at all. Yeah, yeah. And it's also you're going to attract a very different type of client if you have a professional onboarding or booking system and process compared to if you're having these random chats with your clients in the DMs to book them in. Yeah, That's two totally different business models, right? And this booking system, and I'm sure, again, in different industries, there'd be different versions and they'd probably all do similar things. And to me, again, me even saying this sounds so basic, but I it just blew my mind that some people weren't using a, an online booking system. Yeah. So with this system, you obviously, people can automatically book in online. They can automatically pay a deposit, which is a non-negotiable in my business. If a client books in, they absolutely they, they pay a deposit. Like it's not even yeah. a question. If someone isn't willing to pay a deposit, they to me are not a serious client. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not taking my business seriously, so I'm not taking their booking seriously. And the amount of people that I speak to that don't take deposits—that's a whole other side note. Yeah. 
in our industry, if you are not taking a deposit, like this is one of those times where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Treat your your business like a business if you want to be treated like a business owner. Yeah. To relate it to my industry, this is like if personal trainers don't have a minimum notice period, like say a 12-hour notice period. Like when I was doing PT, I had a 12-hour notice period for cancellations. If it was within that 12 hours, they would lose their entire payment for that week. If it was outside of the 12 hours, they could rebook within that same week for their session. Exactly. And that's the same in Timely. You can clearly state your cancellation policy. So they actually Mm. have to agree to it before they book. So there's no risk of them a, not paying a deposit, B, being like, oh, you didn't tell me that in the DMs that, that you had a yeah. cancellation policy. You can automatically store their card on file so that you can deduct money if yeah. they no-show. That's can- like also just, again, to relate it to my industry, if you don't have a direct debit system, get on that shit. I speak to so many trainers and online coaches that are still doing direct deposits into your bank. If you're chasing up people's payments, A, that's a waste of your fucking time. B, it's so unprofessional. And C, Mm. you're going to lose a lot of money because you're going to, like, you're not setting that standard from the start. And so they can so much easier, like, argue against whatever you fucking try and say to get the payment. Like, it's just icky to try and have to chase up a payment. It's literally just so inefficient and unprofessional. It just also ties in with if people don't have a minimum term or whatever, like again, different mm. industry, like have, being yeah. like a weekly coaching service, like we have a 12 week minimum term. So many people I speak to who who their clients will try and cancel within that term and they freak out. And I'm like, if you have clearly communicated that in the start and generally that's through a contract, if it's not like you need one, <laughs> then you won't feel uncomfortable. I mean, sure, if you're like used to being a bit of a pushover with that thing, it'll be uncomfortable initially, but it's so much easier to then just honor that contract and go, this is the term. This is how much longer you have. And it is what it is type thing. And it's, and it's not, not like, and it's not having to have this awkward personal conversation It's yeah, black and fully. white from the start. Having these in place actually allows you to be a kind, good person because yeah. you don't put yourself in situations where you have to have these awkward conversations. Yes. Love that um so in timely you can also like there's inbuilt consultation forms um that you can customize to your service um you've got all your staff in there your different locations your different prices everything's really clear um you can have your terms and conditions in there like you can do everything that you need to do through timely to get a client into your business and then once they leave their business you can automatically send them a link to their aftercare instructions for example um, you can automatically remind them of their next appointment. They get reminder texts, reminder emails. You can set up uh, reminders for like when they're due for their next appointment. Um, you can just have a friendly follow-up. You can automate like asking for a Google review. Like all of those things should be already in your business. Mm. And it's not rocket science to set up. It's another system. Like all these systems, by the way, have really great like help desks and like yeah you can find anything you need to know how to do on, like if you're trying to work out how to do anything on asana or timely that we've talked about so far or any of the following ones we're going to talk about and zapier as well um you can google it and like yeah their help platforms are so yeah their help platforms are so thorough 
And just on the back of that, a very similar thing again for our industry, and I know you'll probably use this as well for consult calls, is Calendly, which links Mm -hmm. to Google Calendar. So Calendly is a call booking system. And like I personally do coaching calls for our VIP clients and obviously also the business mentorship clients. And there is so much freedom in routine. I agree. There, I used to hate the thought of having a call booking system. Probably a lot of the people that don't use Timely have this similar, they might just be very unorganized, but I, f- I feel like a lot of them would also have this, they want to have this freedom within their business. They don't want people booking calls at random times or booking appointments at random times. But the thing that you need to realize is there's so much freedom in having that routine. And mm. you can obviously block out times where people can book in. It doesn't have to be literally 24 seven, like yeah. with my coaching calls, there's hours on a Monday morning and a Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning and Tuesday afternoon for coaching calls. And then on Thursdays and Fridays, I've got blocks of time where new leads can book in calls. So it's just like having that structure in your routine is going to allow you to have so much more freedom. Whereas I think that it's a bit twisted, like people think that it's going to remove that freedom, but there's so much freedom in having that routine and discipline, yeah, not discipline. With that. And while you were talking, I was thinking about how that relates to my schedule. And for example, I have in Timely, people can only book appointments with me Tuesday to Thursday, 10 to 5 p.m. And the other thing with that is also just to briefly touch on. Before I had Timely and had Emily managing the bookings, I would like squeeze people in or I'd add them in after hours and like it would just totally fuck up A, my schedule and my life, but also it wasn't professional because I'm a business, I'm open 10 to 5 Tuesday to Thursday to treat clients and that's that basically. And people can book themselves in at that time and it's really like seamless and then, for example, we have a Tuesday morning meeting, a Wednesday morning meeting, a Thursday morning meeting, Tuesday morning is me and Emily, Wednesday morning is with our email marketing specialist, Thursday morning is with my both my staff, like as artists, I will do like discovery calls. So people can, like you're talking about Calendly right now, for the way I've got it set up, they can book discovery calls on a Monday or on a morning outside of the other meetings before I start with clients for the day and it's just yeah the structure is the same every week and it's liberating I'm not taking up mental real estate like with how my week is going to go it's fully planned out for me Mm. by using all these tools and I know like firsthand that I used to be that person that like hated the thought of having people book in but you can a change the times like if you trial them for a month and they don't fucking work for you, then just change mm. them. Like nothing's permanent. Please mm. refer back to last app. <laughs> um, <laughs> and actually that's funny you say that because I'm constantly like, as I do new things, I will like introduce new things into my business. I'll like, even yesterday I was saying to Emily, now that I've got the mentorship program, I need a set time each day that I plug into Voxer to yeah. communicate with my mentorship clients. And I was saying to her, when do you think, because she knows me like the back of her hand, when do you think is the best time for me to plug into Voxer? Because I don't have any mornings free. Mon- like I need to be able to do either daily or every 48 hours, I think, to provide the support that I want to provide. Yeah. And the PMs, I'm not great mentally, like as in I'm a bit exhausted. 
So you can constantly optimize those things if something's not working for you. So if I put in, like I've actually put in 7 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. each weekday evening to plug into Voxar for 30 minutes because that's a time when I have like had my dinner, been to the gym, I'm kind of like chilling at home and I'm probably just doom scrolling otherwise. But yeah, my point is if that doesn't work for me, I can change it. And that's exactly what's so great about these tools. If I decide I don't want to work Tuesday to Thursday and I want to work Tuesday to Friday or Wednesday to Friday or whatever, you can just change it. Nothing yeah. set in stone. Yeah. But yeah. It's creating structure and giving you clarity about how your business is run. And it's yeah. that experience for you, your clients, and your staff. I have a new one, actually. And oh. I was going to, I only just the other day, one of my girlfriends, Elle, told me about it. And it's on oh. the back of you using Voxar. And I don't know if you've heard, it, or you would have probably heard of it. Um, but I'm going to start using it because I was like, fuck, this is great for group coaching. Oh, it's called, it's called Slack. I've been exposed to it once before, but I don't personally use it. She told me about it and I looked into it and I thought it was so great for, because with the masterclass series that I've just launched. Actually, people, sorry, I haven't used Slack. I'm thinking of Loom. Is it similar to Loom? No, but that's also a great tool. Yeah. And also Voxer wasn't even on my list, but it's getting a little plug today too, apparently. Well, you can tell me about it after because I've never used it and I've always like, I see it a lot. But yeah, so so for the people that sign up, they're also getting four weeks of group message support. And with Slack, what's cool is you can have all these people in your Slack channel or whatever you want to call it. And then there can be different like topics and in each topic will be a different conversation. But so like, for example, you could have intro, you know, things they need to know when they first start. And then you could have another one for like, in my industry, it could be like um, client questions. So they could be coming to me with like, you know, a client had this problem, how would you handle it? And then there could be another one that says like systems and automations, or there could be one for like called like, there could be one called like legal. So if, if people have any questions that are like about, you know, legal things within the business, contracts, anything like that Mm. and then within that thread which is what I thought was so fucking cool you can comment on other people's comments so instead of like a group whatsapp or potentially I assume what Voxer is like which again you have to tell me after because I'm not 100% sure so many of the messages get lost because people are just messaging and it's not like whereas slack has like different topics you can click into and then you can have a thread on someone's comment. So someone can comment something and then there can be a thread in that comment, but then there can still be messages underneath. So it's just so like I want to ditch. Yeah, I feel like I want to ditch Voxer for Slack because Yeah, and it's free up to about a hundred people. Wow. So you're kind of saying like, say I was in your business and I wanted to chat about something, but I don't want to be in this other convo that's about 10 other topics. They're like individualized topics. Yeah. So the the person who's the people you put in there can see everything, but there'll be different topics they can click into specifically for what they want. Mm, interesting. It sounds like a better version of Voxer. And it's like you don't have to have people's phone numbers. Um, I just put it on my to-do list. To have it just, to it. I was like, how? And I'm like, I feel like it was one of those things I've heard of a million times, but when my girlfriend explained it to me, I was like, I fucking love you because she just, it's so simple to use. So yeah. what's, tell, tell me about Voxer. It's just like a walkie talkie kind of vibe. So it's like, so it's like what's text or yeah, you can text or voice note. 
Yeah. I, I literally had like sheep mentality by downloading Boxer because everyone else, yeah. the other coach uses it. So it must be working for them. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, if it ain't broken, yeah. don't fix it. So it may, I'm not sure. Well, I've heard with the, with the app. I've heard of Slack heaps in the past in like big business owners that I follow or that have podcasts or whatever for using in the, in with their employees, but I haven't really heard it in the context of group coaching, but the thing that was so appealing to me, and also just a side note, you can also attach images, videos, everything like that in Slack and voice messages and stuff. The thing that was so appealing to me was like, I feel like I provide such value to my business coaching clients in their individual issues or like client issues they might have or you know their individual concerns within their business and I'm like that would have been so valuable for my other coaching clients just to hear and I've actually just recently I haven't decided 100% yet but I've thought about potentially I'm going to talk to my business coaching clients and see what they think about it putting them in a group together as well as like an additional thing so that if they have something that they feel would be of value to other people or even if they don't, you know, they might want to message it to me directly, but then I think this would be valuable for the other business coaching clients. I can then put it in that group and respond. So like the client issues one, for example, like Mm. they can pop it in and because there'd be a lot of other scenarios where the same issue comes up. Cause I think there's a lot of times where I'm like, fuck, that was so valuable. And I wish other people heard about it, but I obviously am not going to share a one-on-one client message with other Mm. people. Well, that's why I sometimes screenshot my response to, and post it in our Facebook group for that same yeah. kind of reason, because I believe it's going to add value to the other people in the group. And I've, after on the back of our boundaries episode, I've become more rigid with making my students post in the group rather than directly to me. Obviously, if it's personal, absolutely. Or they feel embarrassed or they want it private or for whatever reason, they want to message me directly. That's fine. But for the general, like for 99% of stuff, I'm like posted in the group, posted in the group because everyone is facing the same struggles and everyone's either been there already or is yet to get there or is currently going through the same thing. So yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think how I I will be using Voxer, for example, which I think Slack sounds even better. um, Like if I think of something, which I'm actually going to talk about this, a couple of smaller things next, but as I think of things throughout the day, Yes. I'm going to jump into Voxer and go, hey, guys, I've just been thinking, make yes. sure you have implemented this thing. Like, yeah, um, and 100% put my two cents as I think of it into a Voxer yeah. voice note. 100%. Um, and they'll, they'll all get it and can take it or leave it. And so. the other good thing about Slack, which I don't know if Voxer does because I assume like WhatsApp and stuff doesn't, but I'm not 100% sure, is if a new person comes into the group coaching space or whatever, they can see all the previous stuff. So they can go in, if they've got an issue, let's say it's about a contract, they can go into the contract section and go, you know, there would have probably been 10 people before that have already asked the same question. And so they can go in and it's like all of that good content is already there and can be. Funny you say that because I actually have a feeling Voxer, you only can see what you can see once you've been added. So say I've got a group of, yeah, I I have a feeling, I have to check, but I have a feeling say I've got a group of five mentorship clients in one chat and I add a six, I don't think they can see all the previous stuff. 
Yeah. It might be a setting, Which, like, maybe, there's pros yeah. and cons probably to both because... Yeah, but that's interesting. But, I'm look into that. Yeah, that's really funny what you said as well about, like, things that pop up on the fly because I literally made a note in my phone yesterday of, like, reflective questions to start putting in to the group Slack if I do with my business coaching clients because there's certain things that I like, I'm thinking like, and you're the same, like thinking of stuff all the time. Mm. And it's like a very thought provoking question that what's the question. What were my questions that I wrote so far? Cause on that note, I find as a business owner with a zillion things that pop into my head, like you just said, I might think of something and go, Oh, I'm going to talk with so-and-so about this on the next coaching call. And there's another thing on my to-do list. Whereas if I just yeah. chuck it in the box as yes. I think of it, it's like out of my yeah. head. Yeah, 100%. So, so far I've put two, the two that I wrote down yesterday were, and again, I want to share these as like for you to just think, like just reflect on yourself. Can you hold slash do you believe you're worthy of the next level? Mm. So I think there's a big block a lot of people have with achieving that next level of success because they can't, they don't believe that they can hold it. And the other one was what bad habits do you show up in coaching with me that you can recognize in your clients? That is. So for example, like, do you have communication issues with me or do you feel like you can't share certain things with me or, and then you can notice that within your clients, because a lot of the time, the way you show up to be coached is going to reflect on the type of clients that you get and that relationship that you have with your clients. Exactly. And that's exactly why we talk about a having all these systems so that you are showing up professionally efficiently and attracting the right people and b how we always talk about the way you show up in your business and in your life attracts a certain client Mm. so if you feel like you have heaps of clients this is going on a total tangent but if you feel like you have heaps of clients that don't you know they hide things from you or they don't communicate well with you or they reschedule all the time even yeah. Or even like, yeah, like fail payments or like, or even um they like aren't adherent or they don't take on board your feedback or whatever it is. Like there's a, a million things. Think about where you might show up like that when you're being coached. That's so When you're funny. not the leader. You know what that reminds me of? Cause I, I totally agree with that. Like a thousand percent. And that reminds me of um one time when I was being coached by Ida and I said to her, I was, I think I was like, a bit bothered by something my old VA had done and like love her to bits, but it was like just some, she was getting complacent or whatever. Like I can't even remember what the thing was, but like her attitude had changed. Yeah. And I remember, and I know I've actually said this to you when you said something similar to me because Ida had said it to me in this scenario. She said, can you think about how if there's any chance your attitude has changed and the way you're showing up has changed. And so now I always think about that. It's like stuck in the back of my head all the time. And I know we've talked about it a zillion times, but I so agree with that. Yeah. You can't control the other person at the end of the day. You can only control the way you show up and behave. Love that. And and again, like if you're the lead, if you're the leader, you need to lead by example. Mm. And so a lot of the time, if your clients aren't getting the results or doing or behaving, I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm just going to use it for lack of better words, behaving in a way that you think they should or, or would like them to, then it might be a reflection of how you're showing up. Yeah. Hashtag shadow work. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So a couple of other smaller, like they're not smaller things, but I'm just going to briefly touch on them 
maybe we can just rattle off the rest that we think yeah. are useful that people can look into further. Stripe yeah. is amazing for taking payments. Um, we yeah. take subscription payments through it as well for mentorship. We, you can send invoices through it um, for like one-off payments. You can set up products in it. So if you sell a masterclass or you sell whatever it is, obviously we take treatment bookings and payments through Timely, but for like online products, like um, mentorship, masterclasses, whatever, you can set up products in Stripe and take payments really easily through that. Yeah. So I use a direct debit system for all my coaching clients, but when I wanted to launch the masterclass, which is a once-off payment, I was like, fuck, how do I do that? Cause you can't, it's very messy with my direct debit platform. So I used Stripe and it's just so easy. Mm, like I was, I was, because that. I messaged you asking. And then by the time you'd replied, which wasn't long, I'd already completed, like finished it. Yeah, set it up. yeah it's super yeah. user-friendly and again another thing is google how to use it and it's super easy yeah um another thing is facebook meta, meta. it's like the back business end of facebook facebook business yeah right so it's like or business suites or facebook suite or i don't know yeah something like that anyway the app's called meta i think and you can set up things like so for example when people dm on instagram because instagram is managed that the back-end business side is managed through Facebook. They get an automatic response. Again, it's super basic, but it's something a lot of people don't use. And yeah. we like to filter all our inquiries through email or the website. Um, so it kind of lets them know we've gotten their response. They'll be responded to within business hours. So it gives them transparent information about when they can expect a response or how they can find more information on XYZ. So super easy way to simplify, automate, et cetera. We recently started using a program called ManyChat, which is very similar, but you can set up flows in Instagram DMs. So for example, th this group photo shoot prep that my clients are currently in, when we launched that as a new 12-week service, we had certain posts that said DM the word photo shoot prep and you'll go onto our wait list for first access because we had very limited spots for this because we always do for these shoots because they sell out so quick. Um, and so when people would DM, it would send them a link automatically. So like, and then you can actually keep automating it so it keeps it, it can be like a full AI conversation with a person like you can ask them questions and then depending on their response it will send a different message back like it's crazy it's amazing and it's definitely like it it removes that step of the person having if if a majority of your business is run through Instagram for example it removes that step of someone having to go to another platform to then opt in or whatever like it just simplifies the process for the potential customer or client or whatever so it's very like dependent on the goal I obviously wouldn't do this with say someone inquiring for VIP coaching as that's like a different service um, but something that's like or even if you're selling like an ebook or something and you want to put people on a pre-sale list or you is that making sense yeah absolutely and I'm just think, sitting here thinking how can I use this in my business? I think personally, it's a great tool to use for getting people on, you know, a wait list or something for something that you're launching or any low, lower ticket offers. Yeah. But mm. don't get me wrong. You can customize them like so much that it, it seems very personal, but I just haven't delved into it that deep yet. So 
I'll I'll report back <laughs> in that. a few months. Can't wait to hear about it. Um, another couple of small things are like Mailchimp or some kind of email marketing software to send emails to the people in your business. And obviously, building a mail list—that's a whole other topic that we can maybe do in another episode. Any kind of way to nurture the people that are already in your business or warm up cold leads. And the other thing I had on my list is Shopify. So I feel like Shopify is by far the superior website platform. You can literally build a very easy website like on your own without having a lot of like outsourcing costs. Like Shopify has so many like in-house apps that integrate with your website to do literally so many things. Like, for example, we have an app that's called Form Builder. So we have like a custom consultation form built into our website. We have a custom enrollment form built into our website. And it's super like all of it's none of it's rocket science. Like we do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of people ask who did my website and I I, don't get me wrong. I've had a lot of help along the way, but I initially just did it myself on Wix. Mm, Yeah. And what's the other one? Squarespace. And I definitely find, I mean, they're all like similar, but Shopify is so much better in terms of integrating with like third-party apps. And they have all of their own apps. Is Shopify, you can use it as a normal website as well? Because like, for example, I don't really sell many products or is it more like you would just use it if you have products? I've got a couple of products, but they're fine on Wix. Yeah, both. It's it's just another type of Wix, but it's superior. I feel like any web designers or people that like build websites, there's more opportunities for things you can build and do inside Shopify compared to Wix or Squarespace. Yeah. Uh, but but regardless, even if you're using Wix or Squarespace, just using a website building platform, like they're not, again, they're not. They're, those three, I would say, are all quite user-friendly. If you have a business of any kind and you don't have a website, whilst you don't need one, I think like it's like your shop front and it's like your first impression that people get of your business Yeah. online. And it's your own. That's the biggest thing. It's like mailing list. Yeah. If you're doing everything on Instagram, like you can't control that. But that's a whole nother episode. Let's wrap this baby up. Yeah. We trust you found value in that episode. Don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at Talk Trovy to Me Pod and leave us a review on the podcast. We appreciate everyone who has so far. And also I would just add if anyone is listening that needs further guidance with any of those tools or wants to ask questions or ask us, you know, how we use it or, you know, needs further support in implementing those into their business, we would, we froth that and we'd be more than happy to help. Yeah. Oh, and actually, if you haven't seen it yet, we've been posting an anonymous link for you guys to send in your questions or situations that you want our sissy advice on the new segment that's coming. So share with us. And remember that it is anonymous, so you can put in whatever you want. We're not going to see who it comes from. Next episode is actually, we thought of this this morning, I think, but I'm super excited for it. We are going to bring on our Pride and Joy staff members, Emily and Shioni. And we're just going to talk all things employing people because that has been a fucking journey. And yeah. we have learned a lot. And I feel like I was even having a conversation with someone yesterday on DMs because she messaged me. She's just done her first hire. And she said, is there a point where you profit off 
your employee and I was like babe that's the whole point yeah like obviously initially you're going to be there's going to be certain situations where you're hiring to free up your time but eventually the end goal is and I was like oh my gosh we've got so much that we can talk about here I just remember Ida saying like your employee should make your business three times more than what they cost you thanks for listening thanks for listening love you guys love you bye